I'm your host, Sean Cordy, and today's guest, Dylan Landon, actually remembers learning about shrinkage from George when he was five years old. And today, along with being a successful TV host, has started his own series imagining one-minute stories for the gang on Instagram, all new Seinfeld. Let's talk about nothing. I didn't realize that like you have a whole like what's the what's the envisionment for this this show for you because it all started with the coronavirus, right? Yeah, well, yeah, all new Seinfeld. It is a passion project. It started basically during the whole lockdown just to be creative, and I do general videos anyway. And I love Seinfeld. It's my favorite show of all time. It's my biggest passion in life. It's all I talk about. It's basically like every day I live my life thinking about Seinfeld, making Seinfeld references, just basically it's such, it's probably like 60% of my like everyday existence. It's it's in my brain. It's just such a big part of me who I am. And so to have those like little extra episodes on curb was so amazing. And to me, it's like, I've watched every episode so much, not what does Seinfeld look like today, but it's like, what if there was just more episodes of the show in a very short amount of time? So to do it in one minute, ish has been fantastic and to make my own creativity flow to be able to like write them well and so that's the whole idea it's like i'm not just like lip syncing old episodes and i'm doing the mannerisms and dressing like them the whole idea was to like write original material that's new and relatable that could legitimately be real and the fact that i love it so much being able to do the characters and shoot it well and make with the music and make it a mini episode for people bring them joy has just been fantastic and it's really been the most favorite thing i've ever done ever no, I mean, it's exactly how my brain works. Like my, the channel here started, I was just watching Seinfeld, probably just a random episode. I've seen them all five times over at, at some rate and watching George lose in chess. I'm like, oh, I really like chess. How can I analyze what he just did? And then that's how this whole channel started too. So it's just out of this passion of the show that's been off the air for over 20 years. It's crazy how it has this, this much momentum still i mean you watch i mean like i think it was our twitter bracket and it's still carrying so much momentum against the office or parks and rec it's there's just some magic to it also that the way it's written you know it never gets old like that's the crazy thing it's like you can rewatch episodes so much and it never and i think it's more than just it's beyond oh you know it's not you know, it's not, you know, it's all episodic. They don't, there's no story. So you don't, you could watch any one of them, but it's like more than that. It's the way it's written. It makes it entertaining and like so fresh every time. And it's just so artfully and skillfully written. Exactly. So when did you, I don't know if you want to disclose your age, but like, when did you first start watching Seinfeld? Well, I'm 30. I was born in 1989. um, And I feel feel like I'm still a kid. Uh, you know, my earliest memory of like being in the house was just like, I could remember, I could remember, you know, I was in the pool, I was in the pool, you know, I'm five years old at the time, but like, I remember my dad laughing and that being on in the house and sort of Seinfeld being the show that was like always being watched in the house. So like, as a child, I'm not watching it live really, but I remember being in the house with like the junior mint and the puffy shirt and the soup Nazi, I remember like pop culturally, you know, being out there. Um, and then, so growing up, knowing that that was such a big part of my life and being Jewish from New York, it's such a big part of who we are. Um, 
that I, I guess when I just started to get a little older, who knows, I can't even remember, maybe like 10, I don't know, just starting to watch Seinfeld um, just on the reruns, like, you know, and you just watch it so much and you just start to love it and then you become obsessed and then like the Netflix DVDs come out. So then you get the DVDs and you watch those like all the way through and they all have the inside looks and you watch those and you constantly watch so i mean i i can't even put a number on it but like mine i've seen every episode like a thousand times like even at home it's just what i put on it's it's the show it's yeah. like the show so i've always been a fan of it like again being like jewish from new york La the way larry thinks and like the way larry talks and why i relate to george so much it's like that's just like who we are and how we are and i ended up seeing i i i ran into larry it was a dream come true that's crazy Upper East Side of New York City, and I was on the phone. I was standing outside. This is like two years ago, and I'm standing outside, and I'm just talking on the phone, and I see, and I'm like, "Oh my God, I have to go!" And I hang up, and I jet out, and I literally, maybe being on the phone helped because I was so like present or not sure. present that I hung up the phone, walked out of the restaurant, and just started walking. I was like, "Oh my God, Larry, I'm not gonna about. I'll, I'll walk with you. Let's just keep walking." I was like, "I have to just tell you." Obviously, the show means so much to me and so many people, but my favorite line of all time is, we're sitting there like idiots drinking coffee without a piece of cake. And the best reaction of Larry, he's like, what is that from? And I was like, the rye. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the funny thing is, I think Carol Leifer actually wrote that episode. Sure. So when I was tweeting all these new episodes out, she responded like during the first one, and then I responded back to her. I was like, oh, my God, Carol, I love you. You wrote my favorite line ever told her that and she liked it so episode one the quarantine of this all new seinfeld jason alexander liked and retweeted which was awesome you know i was hustling getting it out there online and i literally go to bed at like 12 one o'clock in the morning all right i'm going to sleep nothing happened i check my phone one more time and there's like 25 notifications like what scroll down and like see that he did that yeah awesome so it's been five episodes so far I think my favorites are the second one, the 1200 bucks, and the one I just did, the story. And obviously the first one is always going to be special. But they're all good because you got the parents and the other ones. And the parents are great. Um, and it's just been fantastic and a fun time. And shopping for Elaine's clothes and the parents' clothes. I was going to say, I was very impressed that you just have Elaine's dress on, on hand. Like I don't know if you got a girlfriend or a neighbor next door that's got something no, I went to Target and I bought women's clothes. Like, right. I, very seriously. Like, I went That's to Target. Great. And the funny thing is now, I guess it's like the season or whatever, but they have a lot of like those like floral things that she right. wears. The perfect one would be if it was like, if it had a little white collar and it was like long sleeve, that would be like the dream. But I thought this one is like close enough where it's just like the essence. And it perfect. It captures it. So what about the other characters? Like, how did you get their wardrobe? Is this something you just have? Jerry's shirt I bought also at Target because it's like a triple X or a double X because Jerry's is always bigger. So the fit on Jerry's is like big. So his shirt I bought. George's entire outfit I have. I bought the glasses and popped out the eyes. Kramer's entire outfit I have. And uh, the Morty and Helen I bought it there also. And obviously... Estelle Costanza I bought at Target and so it was like shopping for like an older woman so I was in like the older woman section but I was like it was like fun shopping for like women's clothes because I was like oh I kind of get it now because it's like there's all these options and you're sort of like looking for the right thing um and so 
it was it was fun. And then when you find the thing, you're like, oh my god. So it's been a lot of fun. But to be honest, you know, people sometimes are like, yo, you should start like a a Patreon or whatever. And I would to just buy more clothes. You know, that would be the only thing. Your really budget's getting a little bit out of hand for a one minute episode. Yeah, exactly. No, because like every time I bought, it's like 40 bucks here, 40 bucks here, 40 bucks here. And it's like, it's fine, but like, I can't keep doing it like forever. Like I'd like, but it would be fun to get new clothes. That would be, except for the sundresses, but yeah. I mean, oh, that's yeah. your thing. I, no shame, but. Oh, they're comfortable to wear too. I, I'd imagine they do. They look comfortable. But this is not an ad for Target, by the way. But if Target's listening, we're totally on board for something. Wait, that's a great idea. Let's get Target to sponsor the uh, Seinfeld episodes. Yep, I like it a lot. But before we let you go, we're going to, since this is a new series, new interview series, everyone's going to have to answer what their favorite episode is. Great question. Uh, I don't know if it's like, this is the best episode in my opinion. But this is the episode to me that's like always stands out as sort of like, like close to my heart because it's not a popular episode. And so to me, the phone message is like my episode. It's in season two. Song about Maria. What what to do about a problem about Maria, right? How do you solve a problem like Maria? Uh, Yeah. No, Peter, Paul, and Mary. To be told, to be told, I'm a tree. It's just so funny. And George... Everything about when George tell, talks to Jerry in the opening shot in the coffee shop, and it's like, well, I don't like to talk. You know, so I just blurt out, what are you doing Saturday night? That whole story I love. Yes. George, George leaving the messages I love. I know you're there. Pick up. Uh, it's just so simple and basic, and it's such a good caper of like them being best friends and the way it ends, and I just love it. I love the Chinese restaurant. I love the pen. I love, obviously, the contest. I love the outing. Outing, I think, is one of the best episodes. I love the kiss hello. It's so funny. Um, I, they're so good. I mean, they're so, all so good. Like, Right. There's no wrong answer, and that's why I'm always curious, and that's an answer I've never heard anyone bring up as a favorite episode. Yeah. Because, no, I, I don't think the show found its true rhythm until, like, season three, arguably season four. But well, season four is when it like took off into the stratosphere and became yes. sort of like pop culture phenomenon in season four. And then season four is when they moved to Thursday nights. And that's sort of why. So the episode, the shoes might be like episode 10 or whatever of season four was the first episode where it moved to Thursdays after cheers. Normally it was on Wednesdays and it had a decent audience. And then Larry was even upset to move after cheers. He didn't really want, he want to be cheers. His little brother. Exactly. You know, your stuff. But what ended up happening was Seinfeld in season in 9.30 started doing better ratings than Cheers at 9 p.m. And so the network was like, whoa, this is which has never happened. The, the lead-in always does better. Yeah. So they started doing better. Cheers got out of there. Seinfeld goes to 9 p.m. on Thursdays. And then it's just a wrap. As someone that loves. Love, yeah. I love the earlier episodes. You know, I, I really, those are the ones I rewatch. I rarely rewatch like the later ones. Oh, I was going to say, as someone that loves Cheers, it's a bittersweet moment too, because that's actually the show that I loved before Seinfeld. So that same kind of, even though I was born in 95, I have this strange relationship where I, I followed Cheers like everyone else did in the 80s and then, then eventually found Seinfeld later in life. 
so when you were five years old seinfeld was already off the air so no how did you sort of discover the show i don't think i so i it's weird because i i only watched it on tbs when it was on reruns and only in brief like clips here and there because i would go to a sports hobby shop every wednesday night for a a card trading uh, night at the at the sports store and they rather than have espn on like they have all day they turn it on tbs the store manager loved seinfeld and that was on at the same time so it was just always on in the background and then so it's like oh this is a funny show but i never had like access to watch full episodes regularly because you could only like rent DVDs for so long at family mm-hmm. video. Uh, I'm from the Midwest. If you can't tell, it wasn't blockbuster. It was family video. Uh, and then once Hulu got the rights and I had the summer off from college, I'm like, I have nothing else to do. Let's watch a show. Let's watch 180 episodes of a show. And I finally was able to, and uh, it's been the best show since. So you're, you're actually like a recent, diehard fan with you know because hulu it only came on like a few years ago which is we're great we're happy to have you so i'm curious like what did you connect so much about with with it you know i've never like introspectively thought about what it was what do you like so much about it why like why do you connect with it you know for me i'm jewish from new york to me it's like that's my life you know it's so relatable to me so for, for, from a different point of view, obviously the show is so popular, you don't have to be Jewish from New York to like it. Exactly. Um, so from your point of view, what makes it special? It, it, just like we were doing in our little bit about George insisting that it's about nothing, just this show that you didn't have to follow an arc from episode to episode. You didn't have to, as much as I love Sam and Diane, uh, or even Frasier and Diane, you didn't have to follow. You didn't have to watch the first episode of season six to understand the seventh episode. So this is just like little quick bites that you could watch this and just Jerry's stand-up approach. It just felt like stand-up, but within someone's living room. And then the more you watch it, the more you see layers of like little tidbits and character plot points that don't mean anything until you see it again for like the third time. So just these, it's it's a very layered and smart show. Yeah, and it like I I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite either, but like just off the top of my head, the episode where Poppy is arguing with Kramer about pizza being pizza or not, and then how this is an episode about abortion. You're not supposed to talk about that, especially in the '90s. I love so that. above it's so ahead of its time in that kind of aspect. So it's very, as much as it's about nothing, it's, it's about everything. It's a pretty political show in some cases. And that's one thing that really eventually as in college, when that was on my mind a lot, that intellectual spark, part of it also yeah. came into the factor. That's a beautiful sentiment. Uh, right. Cause not only was it like real life stuff that happened to the writers, they were just taking things from like real life publicly, like, you know, Kramer burning himself on the, on the coffee was like McDonald's. Someone sued them because it was hot. And so they were like, yeah. that's a show. Or like um, Jackie Childs. If, like, if you didn't grow up in the nineties, you didn't see him. So I only had relation knowing what Jackie Childs was like with the OJ case through American crime story. Same, same. Like for me, my earliest memory is sort of like the white Bronco on the highway. They're like, I'm not old enough to like follow it or like know even who Jackie we heard who Johnny Cochran was, but like then eventually when you're old enough to like get the references, you're like, 
just genius. Exactly. So it's those little bits that they, they pay so much attention to. And the, the side characters that come in every once in a while, like Frank is, if I have to choose a favorite character, Frank might be my favorite. Yeah, he's just, he's a, he's a superstar. He's so funny. Um, I think, but if you follow along with Seinfeld episodes on Instagram, we're doing this whole best episode tournament and we might do a new best character tournament. And I think a good way to differentiate the characters is like recurring characters versus like guest star. Guest star was just like, who are those people that just showed up once that you love? And who are those recurring, like a parent or something like that? Um, so there's so many. You know? There are. And this goes full credit to the Seinfeld podcast, uh, Seinfeld, they did an episode every every week for years for a while going through all of them and they had this thing called double dippers where they would point out someone that was on the show for a character and came back yeah another episode is a separate character yeah, yeah. stuff like that is great but so it'd be good to see stuff like that too a hundred percent it's just it's just such a great show it's a good show it's a show All right. So Dylan, uh, where should people find your stuff? I, I found you on Reddit. That's how I came across you. So awesome. Thanks, man. What have you, what have um, you been doing? Wait, where have you been throwing this out? Is well, you could, you could follow all the episodes are posted on my personal Instagram, Dylan Landon live, but also on the new Instagram, all new Seinfeld. So you can follow all new Seinfeld or myself on Instagram. All the episodes get posted there, which I would encourage everyone to do because that's sort of like the best way to watch. I think. Um, especially if it's on IGTV because it goes full screen. Uh, and I'm posting it, but that's the thing. It's like, I post it on Reddit, but like, if you're not checking it, you're not going to see it. So if you follow me, you'll get it. And that would be the uh, ideally the best place. But Reddit's been a great community. Really, really fun. Ideally, if all those people from Reddit jump over to the Instagram would be fantastic. Um, and so thank you guys for your support. I'm going to keep making them as long as I can. And uh, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, and just to, just to cap this all off, we're hope now that the channel's grown so much, I would really like for uh, any other super fans out there to just drop your name by me. Uh, love to talk with any anyone. We all like we just saw Dylan has his own story. I'd love to hear what all everyone else has. So that's really nice. Really nice. This has this is a it's crazy how much we love this show. And it's gonna go on for years. It's gonna continue forever. forever. Like it's only it's only coming to Netflix this 2021 like people will it's only going to get more popular no like community making it to netflix and now that might actually make the movie yeah. that we've been waiting for for years so can't even imagine what seinfeld what twitter's going to blow up with for seinfeld and it works out like friends is not on seinfeld because when friends was on netflix to me it was the show like you know i don't even have a tv in my apartment i just have the computer so it's like instead of you know having the tv on the background what show am i putting on in the background it's like friends so, but now Seinfeld, because I was using someone else's Hulu account and I was kicked off for like six months because they changed their password. So I didn't have Seinfeld for like six months. Uh, and that's also what sort of like started me to, to uh, do the episodes because like I kind of just like needed it. Um, and now I have, I have a Hulu account again. So that's good. Okay. That's yeah. good. No, me and my best friend, we do the same thing. He shares my Hulu account and it, that's, so we should just all share the same Hulu account. Well, first, thanks for doing the, the whole George and Jerry. And we hope to conjure up something later. 
Maybe with Elaine and Kramer. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. He um, has the Kramer hair. He's perfect. So you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks, Dylan. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to subscribe on YouTube and follow along on Twitter for reminders about weekly Seinfeld content. Or follow on Patreon for exclusive access and bonus features, all things Seinfeld.